Hello, welcome back to the Fully Living Podcast. You didn't let me finish. I was trying to do um, the suspense thing, but um, hey, welcome back. Um, second, or no? So I guess this is a new week, and this is the first episode of the new week. So, so yeah, it's welcome back to episode forty-nine. Um, I'm your host, Rex, and uh, hey, we have a jam-packed, jam-packed room today. Um, I'm just gonna introduce the characters, um, and I'll start from. What, am I supposed to start from the middle? I'm gonna start from the middle. Kobe. Um, oh, that was a little too low. I think they need to hear. It. <laughs> uh, Kobe. Nice, nice. Um, G6. We in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of. I'm sick of this guy. Um, we have, uh, I guess, a returning guest. <laughs> Ish, special guest. A little bit. Special guest. Special guest. Special guest. He came. He came once a while ago, and I think spoke for like four minutes and then disappeared. But uh, we have. uh, We had like seven guys. Seven guys screaming at the mic. Um, we're all throwing the mic at each other. But yeah, welcome back, uh, Saeed. Uh, Thank you very much, man. uh, Hey, uh, long time to see. Um, and then we have uh, Cody. Yes, sir. And uh, (laughs) we have uh, Asomali. Come on. <laughs> Come on. No, no, I'm, I'm canceling this one. Um, but hey, welcome back. Two episodes this week. Um, I, I think people like the f- people really like the first one um, about the Ramadan Ramadan. People really like that one. Um, the second one, I think people liked it too. Um, but I, I think the first one, people really, 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 really liked it. I think it was the P- PTSD kicking in. No, not the one. No, not the one. Not that one. The one before that. <laughs> wow um, <laughs> Well yeah um, Thanks for listening Don't forget um, Subscribe Like um, Comment And um, I don't know All that stuff <laughs> So um, Somebody suggested um, A bunch of topics Because we asked Which is a Which is a great thing um, And I will um, Read Read it Right now So <clears throat> In the next podcast, can you guys advise um, on how to become a better Muslim and where to start? It's very hard for me to practice my deen, and I believe it's because of the people I'm surrounded with. I have, a lots, I have lots of non-Muslim friends and some Muslim friends who do not practice whatsoever. Um, I have encouraged many times to practice the deen, but nothing has changed. I've decided to not have much of a social life because nobody around me is on the same path i am on i feel very lonely and depressed because of it what advices can you give me to stay positive and remain consistent with practicing the dean also where can i make uh, some new friends as great as yours lol question mark um <laughs> thank, you. Uh, thank you so yeah that's a pretty that's a pretty jam-packed question um there's like five questions in that question. Five questions in that question. So I guess yeah. this is this is the whole episode. This is what we're gonna we're gonna yeah. break it down. One, I guess one one by one. So the first the first um the first thing or the first question that this person asked was, how can um this person become a better Muslim and where to start? So I think that's something we're we're all trying to figure out right now. Yeah, I don't yeah I don't know, man. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not there yet either. <laughs> I'm just trying, you know. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have? I mean, any? that's that's what that's, that's really what everyone's doing, right? Yeah, everyone's like just trying. Trying, yeah. That's yeah. the whole. Uh, isn't the isn't the general uh, rule of thumb just you know get your five in, pray your five, like start with that, like start, you know your start foundation. start with the basics, like 
like just be a practicing muslim like you know just start with the basics you know you know what i mean like what is that though i mean like Added. that's what i said i said the general rule of thumb is like pray salah yeah because there's some people who are muslim but don't pray you know so just start with that start with that like you know start i don't know where this person is in their journey yeah but i would say like start at the foundation <laughs> no i'm just i'm just thinking like where to start because there's, there's a lot that can be said um how to become a better muslim yeah firstly you have to start with your salah uh definitely and um generally speaking knowledge comes before action in anything that you do so even before you pray salah you'd have to know like why am i praying who am i praying to what am i as a human being who is allah what am i to him who is he to me and from there it'll be pretty uh straightforward what you should prioritize and stuff but definitely you'd, you'd have to learn like learn about allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his names his attributes and read his book read his book and um pray your salawat and uh yeah man i guess that's a, that's a start there's a lot more that can be said, but yeah, that's the start. At the same time, it's like each person is at a point in their own journey. Yeah. You know, like me and you are not at the same place. The person who's asking the question is not at the same place. It's like everybody knows themselves. Mm-hmm. Like you know where you're at. You know what's easy for you. You know what's difficult for you. Mm-hmm. You know you know what you can and can't handle. <coughs> and I guess start from there. Like you, I think what they're saying was like, you don't know, you can't, I forgot it was. <laughs> I, is it is it, is it, uh, is it more like it's a it's not a sprint it's a marathon type of thing? No, no, it's um, something along the lines of like you can't help somebody until you help yourself. Something along those lines. I mean, I I feel like in general you shouldn't whenever you're trying to be better in anything you shouldn't try to go for the extreme right off the bat. Yeah. Like kind Take of like step like, by yeah. step. One day at a time. Things, so bits. Do things that you can you think are attainable. Like yeah. you know first. Yeah, be realistic. Don't try to jump. That's something that you can do consistently. Exactly. Start with that, and then once you get that, once that becomes like a habit, try to do, you know, push yourself a little more every single time. Yeah. And I, I think, I guess, I don't know, people people do this a lot. I guess it's kind of not, not I don't know if it's a good thing or whatever, but they put people that they that are practicing or, or um, they believe to be practicing at like a, a, like a crazy high pedestal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ultimately, everybody's struggling with, their own even even at the highest level so and even the, the people that you something. compare yourself to yeah it's like you know i've been practicing for two days and you're gonna compare yourself to that person who's been doing it for like 25 years yeah it's like why am i not at his level yet mm-hmm. and you don't know this person has been putting in years mm-hmm. you know trying to discipline themselves exactly right so it's like you don't it, comparing yourself to other people is always going to be difficult because you don't know how much effort that person is putting in and you don't know that person's faults because Allah SWT covered that person's faults. You don't know what yeah. they're going through. You don't know what they're struggling with. Mm-hmm. right? Because everybody has a struggle. Everyone's struggling with their own sin. Or mm-hmm. whatever it is that they're struggling with. Absolutely. Yeah, you only know from somebody what's apparent to you. Like, you don't know what struggles they're going through. Although, like, they may seem to be living like a glamorous life, stress-free, you know, issues. Uh, it's possible that you can be better than them. You know, and that's not to put down anybody, but it's just to know, like, just to kind of put things in perspective that your situation may be better than theirs. You know, sometimes like comparing yourself to other other people, like it's, it's thievery. Like it's a form of thievery. Like to be honest, like they say, uh, don't don't let your food get cold looking at somebody else's plate. 
Yeah, exactly. Like just like looking at somebody else, like what happens is that, um, you, like, just automatically you start to become less grateful for what Allah granted you. You know, mm -hmm. because there's people that are lower than you that see um, what you do. For example, praying salah, giving zakah, like 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 fasting. Uh, and the situation that you're in and you feeling like you're not doing enough they see that to be a luxury compared to their own life mm -hmm. and the struggles that they go to uh, they go through sorry so um yeah man i feel like looking at other people it's not um it's not the best thing to do and it's it's better for you to look at, at the companions and and the prophets companions and, and the lives that they lived and what they started off some of them were murderers some of them would bury children like some of them uh, they lived like crazy lives and allah guided them all you know and they're not uh, perfect human beings, but they're the best of uh, you know our our nation, and there's a lot that can be learned through them, man. A lot, a lot. And you know, when you, whenever you start something, it's very easy to look at the end and be like, I want to get there, and then you keep asking yourself, Why am I not there yet? Why am I not there yet? And you don't realize that, like, you're worried about getting to step number hundred, but you don't realize you took twenty steps. You know, so stop and look at yourself. Look at the person you were eight months ago, a year ago, two years ago. You know, and ask and compare, compare, compare your own process and your own growth, compare it to nobody else but yourself, mm -hmm. right? As long as you're constantly moving forward and constantly getting better and getting closer to Allah, that is where you should focus on, continuously doing that, right? Because it's easy to look at where you want to be and where you're, what you're trying to accomplish, and feel bad about not being there yet. Uh, I seen like a sick quote that says like. The problem with shortcuts is that you arrive prematurely and unprepared, you know? So, like, with that, I feel like what some of the other brothers mentioned is that you may go too quick and then you may burn out and then resort back to what you used to go to, you know? Mm. So, I feel like also finding a pace and also, most importantly, is, like, your intention, right? You know, because if your intention is pure, it'll make the process much easier, you know? And through the struggles and tribulations that you will still stick to what your goal is and that's your intention of course and that it's pure and it's only for Allah's sake and Allah's sake only you know mm -hmm. and I think people kind of forget like that with I think they put religion in a different kind of category from like everything else mm -hmm. and it's like the work that you put in to anything that you've done in your life maybe school maybe studying maybe reading anything you've accomplished that it's work that you put in to get to the point that you are, it's the same amount of work, not, obviously not the same, but same it's process. still, it's the same process of struggling, 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 and then success, struggle, 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 success, and then reaching the level. And not only struggle, success, like struggle, struggle, failure, success, struggle, yeah. struggle, success, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think that, that I think you got to think of, think of, think of it as if like you're doing, you like you're just trying to, Mm -hmm. get to you know give yourself levels if you think level one is praying five times a day then just try to get to level one if you think level two is learning more or, or what whichever way you think is is easier or better for you to start and just try to just you know like as g6 says you know get to your goals mm -hmm. hey, hey start with start first write down your goals figure out what you want to accomplish from it mm -hmm. and then just you know what I'm saying? Work keep, towards it every yeah, day. Yeah, work towards it every day. Well. That, so, like, I don't know. I think we, I feel like we always say this, but nobody in this world is escaping work. If it's, if it's religion, if it's, if it's your own success, you have to, you have to put in the work. So, yeah, I think to, uh, to uh, she needs to uh, find, or uh, yeah, she needs to find some um, authentic sources. Like, how do you know it's a girl, brother? 
So. I don't know, she or he. It's anonymous, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, man, ninety percent of our followers are female, man. This, <laughs> this, I'm sorry. This person, this person. All right. At any rate, um, yeah, um, they need to find like um, authentic sources of the dean so that they themselves don't get like um, misguided in the process of trying to get guided. You know, yeah. Because I, I I see that a lot either through social media. Uh, I see people posting up. You know, what I mean, some random ahadith uh, uh, from the Prophet Ali Salatu Salam. So, you know what I mean. Just try to do your best of finding the, the the right sources, and you know what I mean. You'll be good. So I guess we can move on to the second uh, portion of this person's question. Before we do, before we do, yeah. I just wanna um. Just kind of set a tone that th- there's um, the first step for any person that's a Muslim is salah. Like there's there's nothing else that a person should start off with because firstly the salah is what differentiates between a Muslim and a non-Muslim. So and if there's any good I- in this life, it's in salah, and that's the reason why when you hear the adhan, you hear Hayya ala al-falah, like come to success. Allah says come to, or the uh, the muaddin, the caller to uh, the salah says come to salah, come to success. So if the salah itself is attributed with success, then you shouldn't be looking anywhere else, to be honest. You know, for any person that's starting off at any level uh, of deen, whether high, low, uh, new to Islam, the first thing you start off with is salah. So, yeah. And that's, that's, that's your literal connection to Allah. Literally. It's like, literally, you're standing in front of Allah, day in and day out. And that's what your goal is to begin with, right? You want to become a better Muslim, you want to get closer to Allah, you want to get connected to Allah, but you're going to miss out on your appointment with Allah. Mm. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Also, the salah is the first and only commandment that was ever given from the heavens without Allah having uh, used Jibreel, angel Gabriel, as a, as intermediary or between him and, and uh, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So it shows you like if it's being commanded from the heavens directly. and the Prophet received it directly, it shows you how much of a big matter it is compared to any of the other um, actions that we're commanded to do like fasting or hajj or uh, zakah and so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, that that's I guess that's a advice on becoming a better uh, Muslim. So the second part of it, um, this person says that it's very hard for me to practice my deen, and I believe it's because of the people I'm surrounded with. Um, they say I have a lot of non-Muslim friends and some Muslim friends who don't practice whatsoever, and I've encouraged them many times to start practicing, but nothing has changed, um, and ultimately has decided to no longer have a social life. So that's that's like very uh I think that's very drastic. And it's not and it's not uncommon too. It, yeah, I know it happens a lot all the time. And then it's a lot. It's a lot because yeah. like as human beings we're social creatures. Yeah. Like we we need to connect with people. We need to have that communication, that yeah. contact with people. Absolutely. Right? So if you completely cut that out and you isolate yourself that makes it easier for shaitan to come play with you. 100%. That makes it easier for shaitan to come and like mess with you. You know, so as as much as it's important to separate yourself from bad friends, it's equally as important to replace that with good friends. Mm, that's yeah. facts. Because right? as human beings, we're not meant to be alone. Exactly. And I think now, especially people. People kind of have this idea of like that no that no new friends kind of thing. So <laughs> so it's like it's so restricting. Yeah, keep, keep my circle small. Keep, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But it's like you you have to meet new people. You don't have to like you don't have to be best friends with somebody and talk to them every single day. But it's like still just keeping those connections is, is yeah is is a, is a good thing. So I feel I like with with especially with social we always talk about social media. Social media, right? yeah. It's like 
there's no more you know middle ground like there's no acquaintances it's either we're close friends best friends <laughs> or we don't, i don't know you yeah you know, no, like everything is polarized it's drastic change yeah and I, I was i was to be honest i was thinking about that recently i was like yeah there's a lot of people that i'm not best friends with uh, you know they have not told me their deepest like a secret but you know what I mean. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll like I'll, I'll I'll go to lunch with them. You know, once whenever every, I see yeah, them, whenever I see them, or I'll, like I can invite them to my crib, like no problem. You know, I and mean? uh, th- like those kind of relationships, like they might not seem as big as th- your closest closest friends, but th- those relationships still matter because that's still a social that's still a social relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, in regards of cutting off all your friends and not having a social life. Um, I guess that ties into the next one. Is like it's obviously gonna have a toll on your mental health, cause cause not seeing people, not talking to people. And a lot of times it's like you don't realize how much of your friends might also need that push. Yeah. You know? exactly. But if you say, "Come, I'm gonna, let's go pray," you know, there might be that one friend who's really been thinking lately. I need to change my life, and you say, "Hey, let's go pray," and then they join you, and, mm-hmm. say, and they start praying too. Now you have somebody who's you already you ha- you have a relationship with. So you don't have to start off fresh. You know, you already have that relationship, mm-hmm. but now you're on the same journey, where you're helping each other now. And that person just needed you to say, "Hey, let's go pray." Yeah, and, and it's, it's about timing too. It's like sometimes you might have said, "Hey, let's go," and they're like, "No, I'm nah, not feeling I'm not that." Feeling it. But <laughs> oh my like days. maybe if you caught them on the first day of Ramadan, when you know that's like the, I think that's the, when people want to be their most spiritual. It's like mm-hmm. you probably could have said, "Hey, you know, let's go to the mosque." I think they would have said yes. You know, mm-hmm. but there is there is it's almost like it's taboo nowadays to like. Mention like some religion, religion, or yeah. even talk that about deen. people. Be, no, people become uncomfortable because of their yeah, own state of their own deen. Yeah, very uncomfortable. 100%. Yeah, it's like, and I guess social media. We always talk about social media, no, but social media plays a part in that. They want everybody to kind of just be um, free and open. Kumbaya. Oh, yeah, man, just hold hands together and, <laughs> and everybody do whatever they want. Sunshine but, and rainbows. Mm. And I, honestly, I, that's why I believe a lot of Muslim people get criticism for holding on to something. That so like so like, such a strong belief that like you know actually um there was this um I was reading on YouTube there was a guy he was a Muslim guy and he's a convert he's a white guy and he um, he got a job as an ESL teacher yeah and he was teaching ESL to Saudi foreigners so Muslims right so he comes to his the job interview one day and it's a white lady interviewing him and he's a Muslim right so she sticks her hand out to shake his hand. And he says, I can't shake your hand, I'm Muslim. And she's like, are you sure? Because <laughs> you know, he said, she's like, because you're, you're white. You know, you just converted. Are you sure that's the proper Islam? And he's like, whoa, like, what are you talking about? You know, because like, all the guys in this class are Muslim. And they're all from Saudi and they shake my hand and give me hugs every day. Yeah, mm. You know, so it's like, the, it's like, it's almost like the deen has been watered down, you know, to, to outsiders. Right, so when they see anybody who's holding on to basic aspects of the deen, it's like, okay, now this guy's extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I don't yeah, know. I it's know. like it's like people kind of they they don't want people to believe in anything. They just kind of want like want people to kind of float in in this weird like social media kind of thing. Secularism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. I, I completely escaped my mind. <laughs> but it's like you, you have to believe in something, like. You know, it's funny because even as a secularist, as a secular society and a capitalistic society, it's like everybody is, is because the word deen is what? Way of life, right? Yeah. And the way of life in a capitalist society is money, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So 
not directly but indirectly the society is worshiping money mm-hmm. right you go to school eight hours a day to prepare you for university you go to university for six years to prepare you for a job that pays you to prepare for you to buy a house and that's your whole life you know it's like you spend your entire life chasing after money preparing to chase after money and then chasing after money Mm-hmm. But the, the crazy thing is, the majority of people, majority of people are broke. Yeah, they don't have money at all. It's like a rat race that never ends. Yeah, I, well, I, th- I think we're, we're kind of tailoring. You, you can tell people are uncomfortable from, when from you what see the, what the person <laughs> asks. So they're, they're saying um, they no longer have a social life just because they 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 started practicing. So what do you guys think they they should do to to kind of like, um, to go find back, friends? Like to go back to what I was saying, like making that drastic change is always going to be a detriment to whatever you're trying to accomplish i think like from from her going from oh i I have um or he or she going from um oh i have non-muslim friends some of my friends are not practicing saying yo i'm gonna call them off i'm just gonna focus on myself and go to my like that doesn't doesn't that usually never works so yeah i think instead of cutting you don't have you don't have to cut off all your friends to to follow the dean even if your friends are not on that path and yeah. just kind of like distance yourself find a community or a group of friends that are trying or will motivate you to get to that point and like i said again like step by step don't just say oh i'm gonna go from uh like from a two to like a thousand like right away you know yeah. what i mean let me let me let me just chip Ch- away at it yeah chip away at it and depending on where you are i know in toronto there's a lot of um there's a lot like there's a programs lot of yeah programs that young people are doing yeah. in the mosque like especially now there's like yeah. every every weekend somebody yeah somebody's exactly. posting something so it's like it's a matter of just kind of going there and and, and looking for for something that you know because yeah, your be social right yeah you. your social life is what you do to socialize yeah right and if you want something that that benefits you and you want to socialize then these programs are really are like really good and obviously it's difficult to go and introduce yourself and be open and vulnerable especially again social media yeah you know it's, it's very difficult to do that because now you have to do something that, that's out of your comfort zone but it's something it's a, it's a it's a challenge and what comes from that challenge is you the potential of gaining new friends who are possibly even better than the friends that you've given up yeah. right so you have to put yourself out there in order to be social and get you know get a social life kobe wants to say his piece but well i want what, like when you when you said like because of social media and like it's hard to like meet new people we all lived in an era where there wasn't really social media that much yeah. and to be did honest, you realize we were, we're, we're, on the, we're at the we're at the border we're at the border we kind of understand like what, 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 what you know right isn't <laughs> it crazy <laughs> that now people lost the ability to like introduce themselves and make friends without like following them first or yeah. knowing of them ahead of time Guess mm-hmm. right isn't that crazy like that's pretty that's kind of sad like you can't you, you can't like some, like you can't you can't yeah, like, they've become conditioned to it people basically. feel uncomfortable in a room where they don't know everybody but it's, you know it's about it's about being vulnerable but that's vulnerability what I mean. putting yourself out there yeah. pe- being in, especially in the culture of toronto putting yourself out there and showing that hey i am in need of friends mm. but yeah. can you like, blame them though like no no i know it's hard because of their because of the situation that social media put them in but i feel like it's just like ah oh, man like I don't think it's just social media. I think we're going too hard at social media because some people are real introverts that are really quiet in general. That's a but different when they case, have friends, man. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a different that, that, like that. That's, that's factor. That's a factor. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's people who are like 
like, you know I'm, I'm, you know what I mean like yeah. social media definitely yeah, plays a big factor now you see some people because, because of social media they're awkward there's they some people there's some people there's some people we, we cancel out the small talk because we meet them online there's some people I never met in my life first I met them online and then when I see them it's like I knew them already for like a year you know what I mean? That aspect like makes it like way easier. And if, and if, and if that's your thing, then find a WhatsApp group. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I was gonna say that there's a flip side to that quote because I don't use social media like that. But I know there's people that have known each other for like easy like over five years and have never seen each other. And once they do, it's like it's still like they're they're exactly. they're yeah. it's like they haven't, haven't seen yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So. That's true. Again, it's, like Jesus said, it's, I guess it depends on how people use it. But um, and even when it comes to sorry, um, no, no, I lost my chain thought. Well, I perfect safe. <laughs> <laughs> like to to answer the person's question about being social, and and how do how do how to be social and find a good social group. Like I remember when I you know took the dean started taking the dean seriously, I sort of had to not just separate myself. Because separating myself from the bad environments is one thing, you know? But at the same time, it was like, okay, what am I looking for? What kind of environments am I looking for? Where do I want to be? What position do I want to see myself in, right? And once I was able to figure that out, then I could look for an environment that was best suited for me, right? So I think that it's a lot of self-reflection, right? It takes a lot of, to, you have to understand who you are, understand what you're looking for, and then go out and look for it. But if you're just sitting there, you don't know what you're looking for, but you're looking for something, then you're just going to constantly be looking. Yeah, it is not enough to just leave a toxic environment. You need to replace it with something else. And that's what Abdelkader um, mm. was talking about earlier before we started the podcast, that if you want to change any habits that you have from bad ones to good ones, you need to replace it with uh, something or you're going to feel that emptiness and it'll make it easier for you to go back. Um, just to kind of touch up on this and go back to the topic, uh, the person saying it's very hard for me to practice my deen. Uh, the deen is not easy. It's not easy. And a lot of people are not going to tell you this. But the whole purpose of taklif, that Allah, when he gave the options to uh, the heavens and the earth and, and the mountains to take this burden of free will, they didn't take it. And it's considered a burden. That's the whole thing of taklif. It's a burden. You know? And uh, to practice deen when you have a choice to do what you want, it's not going to be easy at first. And this can be for multiple reasons. One, because first of all, it's a lifestyle. Like practicing the religion is a lifestyle. It's not a habit. It's not something you pick up in a day. You're not going to be a, a wali or you're not going to be some righteous person over the over like overnight time. This is something that it takes time to build and to um, refine. Yeah, like refine and stuff like that and to get rid of your bad habits and stuff. So it's not it's not you're not the only one when they, uh, like believing that this is difficult. Um, I think it was it Sofiana Thori? That said, it took me 20 years of praying before I found it enjoyable. You know, Subhanallah. it's 20 years Subhanallah. before it was before praying was enjoyable. Mm -hmm. right. So it's not something that you just it's like a, it's not like a book you just you can just pick it up. Mm -hmm. you know? Another thing that people we really don't do nowadays, and I don't know, like I feel like it kind of makes me feel some ways is that we don't really read uh, about the biography of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam like. Honestly, like whenever like we feel like we're going through some tough times related to our religion, or we find something difficult, we always ask one another like, "Yo, did you go through this?" And yo, like, this is how I feel. And it's like, bro, when the prophet was given prophethood, first of all, the religion started in the darkness of a cave. 
That's one thing that people don't really realize, that he was the first man. And the first things that people said to him was, you're crazy. You're a magician. Like, these are people that grew up with him. These are people that, if they wanted to entrust him with something, they're going to give him, out of all people in the city to entrust with something, they're going to trust that guy. You know, but when it comes to religion, it's like, nah, he's crazy. Imagine you telling somebody something, and they're telling you you're crazy. The people that you spent your whole life your growing whole up around. Life, like you, they, you, you, like you were raised around them, and they're telling you, you you lost your mind. You know, and having to deal with that type of hardship. So he, you know, dealt with the most hardship, you know, bar none. Um, that's number one. And number two, your friends. I feel like there's, uh, there's like two extremes that happens when it comes to friends. And hopefully I don't take up too much time. Um, some, there's people who they spend all their energy trying to convince somebody uh, of the religion and that it's good for them. And so what happens is you exert your energy trying to convince your friend, yo, we need to change our lives. We need to do this. And so you kind of forget about yourself. You know, you worry about that person so much that you lose, you know, the whole priority of like dealing with yourself first and foremost, you know. And I feel like when it comes to the religion, there's you have to strike a balance between helping yourself and also helping others. What is upon you when it comes to your environment is telling them that this is what they should do. Just telling them. You know, conveying the message. yeah, just conveying the message. You know, uh, like Allah tells him that the, the Prophet that you like what's upon you is to give the message to the people. If they accept it, then they accept it. You know, like if they're gonna accept it, they accept it. And if they don't, they don't. You know, another thing is that Allah told the Prophet that you don't guide whom you love. This can be understood in two ways. One is you can't guide whom you love, meaning from your friends and your loved ones. Another one is, is that you can't guide who you want guidance for. Like there's somebody that you may want guidance for. And it's similar and they're different in some ways. But the point is that guidance is up to Allah. So if Allah uh, decides something for a person, you try to do otherwise, it's not going to happen. Like you hear in the khutbah Friday, khutbah every time like, you know, whoever Allah guides, nobody can lead astray. But whoever leads Allah, Allah leads astray, nobody can guide. And you have to like understand this, you know. So I feel like, especially in this time of vulnerability that the questioner uh, is going through, you should really like focus on yourself and building your connection with Allah before you try to build the connection of somebody else uh, with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And Allah knows best, man. Street fire, Sheikh Zaid. Thank you very much. Um and <laughs> start start for now. Start. I hate I hate when men say that yo. Oh, Sheikh Said. No, not me, but just like in general, like Sheikh, because yo, that can play with somebody's like sincerity, you know, like oh, honestly, yeah. like Good. something that's not talked about, like commending a person like in the, in front of over, them, like, over praising, yeah, like over praising them for something that can either be basic knowledge or just being honest about something. Like, be careful, like who you call Sheikh, because you know, like you, you don't know like how that person can. She's not not to be yeah. too like too woke, but like sorry, you know I mean? sorry, like, forgive me, uh, forgive no. me. I'm sorry. I apologize. I think about it, man. <laughs> um, and I guess the last, um, the last question that sh- that this person asked, I was gonna say, uh, what or she? Yeah, but I didn't say. It. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, they said, <laughs> what advice? Uh, what advices can you give me to stay positive? 
um and also uh, i guess you said where can i make f- friends that are as great as 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 ours as yours that's the question uh, i tell her I'm, I'm one in a million wow, wow. <laughs> calm yourself calm yourself he said i'm one in a million <laughs> wow yo jesus you don't think jesus you don't think that you're a real one but you need to just i'm not one in a million that's crazy we're all one in a seven billion you know what i mean we're all one in a ten billion i don't know how it's going to be technical she, you know. I don't know. Um, advice to stay positive. I think I think uh, Said kind of hit on the nose with that one. Just I guess work, work on yourself and you know whatever like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no whatever whatever wavelength that you're on, you're gonna attract somebody who's on that same wavelength. Yeah. Like if you're a person who's you know takes their dream seriously, but at the same time you have like you you're looking for some entertainment and you have a good balance between the two, you're gonna attract somebody who's who was on the same path someone who's similar to you right and that's generally speaking it's like that that is going to take some time you know because you have to develop yourself first before you're able to coexist with somebody else right because then if, if that's not the case then you're going to end up feeding off that person and it's going to be sort of like a one-sided relationship mm-hmm. and in, in one aspect and one thing people forget like let's forget but it's like the stuff you do and the stuff your friends are doing it doesn't matter if you guys are on two different wavelengths. Regardless, something's gonna rub off on you. Yeah. So that's true. So if you if you if you can be that stronger kind of current, you know it's gonna rub off on them. It might not rub off on them right away. It might take some time, but. And if it's the opposite and they're rubbing off, off on, on you, you, then, then you, you gotta then, run. Yeah, you got Well, yeah. I guess I guess that person already did that. But um, and um, to give her advice for the keeping positive thing. From my experience, and I'm sure you guys can agree with me on this, when you're getting closer to the dean, and when you just like for me, like when I pray, when I when I pray my five, like I feel like not, I feel like a like a weight off my sh- I feel nice, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sh- if you just if you're working towards something good, you always have a like. It's hard to not have a positive like attitude. Oh, okay. Am I wrong? Mm. No, no, you're right. I feel you're like right, whenever whenever I'm getting closer to the dean, like, I. I feel better. Like I just feel like a better person. Mm-hmm. I want to add on to that. Um, I, and on top of that, you should uh, go and like download like the right sources for like the deen. So whether it's du'as, uh, Quran apps, uh, prayer times, all of that, because it helps you. It reminds you uh, of the keeps deen. You keeps you in check. You know what I mean? For instance, if you have Twitter, right, and um, just like, c- clean out your Twitter. You have Instagram, clean it out. S- Snapchat, clean it out. The people that you want to keep on there, keep on there. And um, for instance, like hadith of the day, it's good. Bring out hadiths every single day. Uh, and then see, there's all these different like authentic sources um, on social media, and it just helps you, reminds you, uh, and it guides you through um, your journey. And bidnillah uh, ta'ala makes it easier for you um, in the process. Yeah. And when you're on that journey of you know, bettering yourself, you'll notice like those bad friends, they'll leave you. You don't have to leave them, they'll leave you. Facts. You know? You, you say, all right, I'm going to give me five minutes. I'm going to go pray. After a while, they're not going to call you. Like, okay, we're not going to call this person because they're not about this life. We're, we want to do this, and that person's not going to be down for it. Let's just not call that person. And you'll see slowly and slowly, they'll move away from you. you know, so a lot of times, people find it difficult to separate themselves from their friends because they don't want their friends to catch feelings or whatever the case may be. Per- it could be personal guilt, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this guy's trying to guilt. be so good. I'm like, oh, I'm just a bad, mm-hmm. bad mamma jamma. Um I just want to add on to him. Um, when I was in high school, and and I had friends that even though I wasn't like fully practicing, I don't even I don't even know how to describe that. But I guess I was on my way to try to work on my you know pray my five and 
uh, tenant masjid and all that. Uh, when people would tell me to like, you know, come through to, you know, smoke or drink and stuff like that. And when I told them I don't, they started to like forget about calling me. They didn't call me, didn't text me, nothing. And I was like, I didn't even notice that. But then I realized after like a couple months, I was like, yo, I haven't gotten a call in like a couple months. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's good because it doesn't bother me. It doesn't worry me at all. But a Somali's dead on about that. It, that's definitely going to happen. Because sooner or later, they'll catch the drift that that's not your your cup of tea, you know. But I also feel too sometimes like like you got to be selfish when it comes to certain things, you know, and with regards to yourself because if you're not going to be selfish, then it's just like you're living through other people's lives. Like, you know, you're not literally, like, it's not your life that you're actually living, like, you know. And if you compromise yourself for these people because you don't want them to not like you, then at the end of the day, it's like they're they're dictating what you do with your own life, you know. So I think, uh, and then that can be selfish that they're not respecting what you're trying to do with your life, you know. So the best thing to do with that is be selfish with with them as well, you know, in that regard. Um, I just want to add on, on what everybody said. Um, when it comes to being positive, I feel like the number one way to be positive is to think about Allah, first and foremost, before anything else. And um, anybody can attest to this. Like when Allah says, uh, like in the remembrance of Allah, do hearts find rest? Like think about, okay, like, Right now, let's say for this question right now, they're in a toxic environment or they're in an environment that they wish could be better, but because of circumstance, it's not, you know, and they're going through difficulty. Just knowing that Allah is aware of what's going on automatically puts your heart at rest, you know, and knowing that Allah has a paradise prepared for you for all that you're striving for and, and, and the difficulties that you're going through that you're being patient with. You know that Allah, He tests His believers. He tests His believers, some with good, they can get a large amount of money, you know, and some it can be like friends. What are you going to do? And from that comes a separation between a person who is sincere for Allah's sake and someone who's not, you know. And so when it comes to these things, you have to remember that you're doing this for Allah's sake. And in any case, wherever you're feeling down, just know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of this and that times will definitely get better. But you will definitely uh, go through hardship before ease comes, you know. As Allah says, yusra. Allah reaffirms twice that with hardship comes ease. So inshallah, may Allah make things easy for this questioner that, um, for whatever it is that they're going through. And uh, yeah, man, that's my piece. I guess regarding uh, um, how, how we all became friends. I guess we knew each other before. I guess we yeah. knew, we knew each other before, but um, I think th what, uh, through doing the podcast, we kind of learned a little bit more about about each other and stuff, and kind of mm -hmm. stuff that each of us are going through. Mm -hmm. And I guess ultimately, what we're doing is having conversations. Mm -hmm. So I guess another thing I would suggest is just have conversations with your friends and see, like, sometimes you you kind of get into a routine of like just doing stuff with your friends. So you guys go and you do the same thing over and over and over, and, over, and then there becomes like a lack of conversation. You just kind of talk about, hey, whatever, it's new show, basketball, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, sometimes you just got to sit down and have a conversation. Be like, yo, what's A real going? conversation. A real conversation. Like, real, what's real. going on with you? Like, you know, how, how, like, where's your head at? What are you trying to do? Like, goals, aspirations. How's the family? Just that. Yeah, all that stuff. Because yeah. you, your friend might be quietly going through, like, the mm -hmm. hardest part of their life. And, and all you know is this one, like, fun version of yeah. them, you know? Yeah. So, 
yeah have conversations with your friends like that's very 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 that's very, key. very important that's very key because yeah. um, then that's a shallow it's, it's a shallow, shallow relationship otherwise yeah absolutely yeah. um but yeah again i would say um just hey uh, i guess we're gonna end the episode here so, so I, i'd say if you want to improve your own personal attitude i remember mm-hmm. i saw um hadith that uh, ibn abbas reported that prophet um used to smile the most and in general, the studies have shown that um, you know smiling does um, uh, does does release um, the chemical known as serotonin in the brain. So it generally makes you more happier, mm-hmm. right? So even if you if even if you're not in the best mood, force yourself to smile. Make yourself put, like pick uh, pick up um, a, a book that that you love, something that that'll make you happy. Dean related is probably the best if you're trying if that's your goal. Obviously, this is your goal, but. Even non-dean related, because in general, a positive mood um, can, you know, I mean, improve a, a lot of things. Just as Kobe was saying earlier, um, so yeah, it'll make it easy for you. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, mean, I guess uh, we're gonna end the episode here. Thanks to that person for sending a loaded question, mm-hmm. um, and that was the episode. That was what this episode is all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- yo, feel free to su- like keep going, keep suggest going, like, it. send those send those suggestions because we could talk about them and. You know, maybe something somebody said right now is, you know, it's helping you out. It's like it's like some good advice. So, um, no, I, I no question is a bad question. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks to each for coming. Um, yeah, you know man. What I mean, um, yeah, many more. So absolutely, man. You, should, you always have a seat at the at the table. Um, thanks to everybody else. And hey, well, we're gonna come back uh, second time this week. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Bye. Bye.